Playing the best music. The best for hardworking Nigerians who are getting the job done. Ready. 107.9 FM. Professionalism. Nurtured by experience. Is fresh 107.9. Pastor NAM is your feel good radio, fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Great to know you're there uh, this Monday. As the start of a new working week, although it's the final day of the month, uh, the 28th day of February 2022, uh, Sounds Hall 10 and Johnny Drill are coming together on the song Motherland. The remix kicks out in things uh, this morning. Uh, Sounds Hall 10, of course. Uh, left us uh, many months ago, uh, blessed us with so many amazing songs before leaving. In a couple of months, it's going to be exactly one year since it passed, July 11, 2021. I pray so. Continues to rest in peace. Great to know you're there. Wally Bakar is my name. It's Platform this Monday. Uh, it's been a weekend of, of course, quite a number of occurrences uh, from the updates from Ukraine to... Uh, for those of you who watch a lot of football, quite a number of things went down over the weekend. And um, the issues from last week, many we hear, might be getting into this week as well. Uh, first off, uh, the situation is Ukraine very, in Ukraine, very, very pathetic. Uh, quite a number of Nigerian students stranded. Uh, the official figure puts it at about 4,000, although... Uh, that's uh, talking about Nigerian students that are documented that we know about. There's a slim chance uh, students would not be documented, but you know there's a very high chance there would be some Nigerians <laughs> that don't have requisite papers uh, to be there. And I just really wonder uh, what their fate is at the moment. Updates coming in almost every hour uh, from uh, Ukraine. Uh, a raft of sanctions uh, being named by so many countries against Russia uh, that at the moment doesn't seem like it will deter Vladimir Putin as far as his um, invasion 
into Ukraine is uh, concerned. Uh, interestingly, uh, I remember I had promised uh, that there was a chance we'd be getting to talk to one of the students, one of the Nigerian students in Ukraine uh, this morning. Uh, fortunately, uh, we did uh, set that up. Uh, uh, I think the last time we spoke was on Saturday. I've not been able to get uh, any contact with her since then uh, to know whereabouts and how safe she is. I hope she's safe anyway. And I just hope that a lot of them over there are safe uh, at the moment. So many stories we're hearing about their experiences getting out of Ukraine, getting into Poland, getting into so many neighboring countries uh, as well as Ukraine uh, is uh, concerned. At the weekend, of course, uh, for football lovers, saw the Carabao Cup final. Uh, Liverpool uh, defeating Chelsea uh, via penalties. Um, I can't remember the last time I've seen penalties go that long with almost everybody scoring except for the goalkeeper who was brought on to save the game. Uh, Strange things happen in life. He was brought on to save the game, but he ended up being the one uh, who lost the decisive penalty. The Reds winning their Knights uh, League Cup title. Record breakers. Are you nodding yet? I'm proud of that achievement. Well, uh, this week, uh, we'll see a lot of uh, talks continue as far as the full scarcity situation in the country. Uh, we'll probably get into that uh, later on this week. Let's see how things go. Uh, the hope was that things would get better uh, since a lot of uh, fueling stations began to sell, albeit at um, exorbitant prices, about 200 naira per litre. But what we hear uh, is that things might even get tougher this week. Uh, there's uh, some talks about the Ukraine situation, saying that is also affecting uh, fuel getting into the country. And... Um, uh, there's uh, the existing issues of uh, our deficit already, so we're just not sure uh, whether things will get better uh, this week. For the students, ASU are expected to have another meeting with federal government officials. I remember that they declared a one-month warning strike on the 14th of February. And um, it's been 14 days now, uh, still about 16 days before the end of the month. Uh, we'd have to hope that this week we'll see some... Um, Purposeful conversations between both parties. Incidentally, uh, the Senior Staff Association of Nigeria University, SANU, uh, they've also come out to threaten that they might be embarking on an industrial action, uh, citing various issues, uh, failure of government to address the 2009 agreement. Uh, they also talk about the IPPIS saying that they have their own peculiar uh, setup that will uh, take care of uh, the university's peculiar system and all of that. Same old, same old story. Uh, the highlight of it is that they say that they might be embarking on an industrial action as well. So uh, the prognosis not entirely great as far as uh, the, um, so the university is concerned, but we'll just hope uh, that we get some good news uh, this week. I will definitely bring you up to speed about a lot of things that will happen as well this week uh, as far as Nigeria and beyond is concerned. Good morning to you. This morning, I'll be speaking with the special advisor to the Ogunsei Government on Industry, Trade and Investment, um, Mr. Ramiro Gumefu. He's, of course, the former Director General of the Manufacturers Association of Nigeria. His mandate, as far as this administration is concerned, uh, is to promote the development of micro, small and medium enterprises, among other things. Uh, a couple of months ago, it was on this program. We did uh, get to talk about uh, some of the activities of the Ogunsei Government as far as MSMEs are concerned. I uh, did uh, give us some updates. I uh, would definitely hope to um, get the latest as far as some of those updates it gave us last time I can turn and get to know more as far as the activities of the state government uh, in the area of um, micro, small and medium enterprises development is concerned. Good morning to you. Wally Bakar is my name. Welcome to Platform this Monday morning. <laughs> She dey wait, she dey tarry. What did she see for inside of ocean? No, you both from another nation. Use my go, my go, get though. Oh, you both 
for staying with us uh, this Monday morning, the 20th of February, 2022. Wale Bakar is morning. Welcome to Platform this Monday, the first installment uh, of the program for the week. I did say earlier uh, that the special advisor to the State Government Industry, Trade and Investment, Mr. Ami Ogumefo, is on the program with us uh, this uh, morning. Good morning, sir. Great to have you in our studio once again. Uh, I think it's the first time this year. Last, it was last year, the other day. Yes. Was it? Yes. I, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, good, to have, good to see you uh, this you. Uh, morning. It's uh, challenging period, uh, so to speak, uh, on a lot of fronts, uh, things happening globally, and even things happening here. Uh, I know that most, you know, everyone is having to feel the issue of the foil and all of that, but great to have you here. Good morning to you. How are you doing, sir? Good morning. Nice to be with you again. I guess. Uh, well, um, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the last time we spoke, uh, it, it was uh, l- you giving us a lot of plans, a uh, lot of uh, updates as to activities of the state government in the area of uh, developing MSMEs. Yeah. Uh, you spoke about, you know, uh, business clinics that you had planned out, uh, you know, trying to get a cluster of uh, MSMEs, you know, trying to make sure that they have a viable environment to work. Uh, trying to ensure that there's a market for them and all of that. Where, where are we as far as all these uh, plans are concerned? Yes. Um, last time we talked about the business clinics. Mm. So we went around the state, um, everywhere in the state, to be able to talk to our people, especially the entrepreneurs mm. uh, who are supposed to drive the process. Could you move closer, sir, to yeah. your microphone? Thank you. So, who are supposed to drive the process. Mm. So we, in other words, we cover the 20 local governments mm. throughout the states. And um, we talked about 4,000 entrepreneurs, micro, small, and medium entrepreneurs throughout the states to see how we can onboard them in the program. Um, essentially, what business clinic is all about is that it's an interface um, between the entrepreneurs that we have within the state and also the best practices, you know, uh, from those who know about best practices and then try to link them together so that they can have sustainable business and uh, businesses that contribute to the economy of the state and also improve the life of our people, which is essentially the vision of His Excellency, 
Um, so we we have completed it. The first phase of it. We're yeah. going to have second phase, but not immediately now, so that we don't have uh, uh, too much uh, crowd on our hands. But we've completed the first phase. And the first phase ran through so many of uh, the enterprises that we have in the state where we have competitive advantage. Uh, basically, these are in the areas of um, agro-processing, um, food and beverage sector, uh, ICT, um, beauty care, textiles, and um, finally, um, minerals where we have minerals, you know. Um, um, that we are very, very endowed with in Nigeria. That are, that's our state. Uh, so issues of solid minerals. So that's what we have done. Now we are moving to the second phase, uh, the second step of what we are supposed to do to embody those enterprises. And that is where we have capacity training, capacity building, uh, when you are doing the capacity building, you are trying to onboard enterprises that understand what entrepreneurship is all about and also to have the discipline of doing business. Um, you need to train our people in that area because over the years, that has always been our bane of problems. People come into an enterprise, they don't have the discipline. To be business owners. To be business owners. And therefore, within one year, they already fizzled out. So the idea these days now is that you build, bring into four enterprises that are sustainable. Those that will be there in the next one, two, three, four, five years and continue to grow and also be the great dangotes that we have. Those are the ideas behind some of the things that we're doing now. You know, um, pa pardon me if I, if I sound a bit naive because you know I'm, I'm no expert in this area. And, and I, I, you know, when when you when you mention the issue of businesses folding up, the first thing that comes to my head is well, is, is, is funds <laughs> usually, and I'm sure that there are quite a number of other things that come into play aside from the funds that are available. Uh, I'm, I'm expecting that you'd be uh, working with. Um, uh, associations, bodies of uh, you know all these entrepreneurs, because sometimes uh, th this information might not get to individuals, or it might be tough for individuals to uh, immediately get the importance and all of that. So, so what's the relationship with you know various associations? And I know a lot of these entrepreneurs or these enterprises have so many uh, groups uh, and unions or what have you. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we have what you call development partners in this program. Okay. The development partners are, if, if I can say it in a very easy way that people will understand, these are people who are mostly NGOs, if you can if you call it that way. Okay. Development partners, NGOs, non-for-profit, whose primary mandate is to give this kind of services to enterprises. So... These are the people we are working with. Um, when I say NGOs, I'm talking of uh, NGOs like uh, non-profit organizations like uh, GIZ, the German Institute. Um, we are talking about 
organizations like uh, UNIDO, World Bank, European Union, and um, also some of our BMOs. Uh, when we talk about BMOs, we are talking about Nigerian, for instance, the small-scale industries. Um, we're talking about um, um, other other organizations like the Trade Ogunsima, Trade Organizations, Trade Organizations. They also function in that regard, um, trying to bring in some of their members or also recruiting members. Because once you belong to an association like that, you tend to have a different focus of how to do business uh, when you relate with them. So those those are you cannot even run an MSME pro, program without development partners interaction. They are very very essential. They are also partners in the progress of it. So also are the banks, the banks. You know all those banks and the micro institutions, the micro bank institutions, and also the development banks, uh, BOIs, the Bank of Agrics, and um, the Central Bank too. And including their their NASRA, which is uh, um, a, the organization that they use to also deliver some of these mm. uh, uh, some of these um, mandates to to the Nigerian people. So it's if we had um, come to our business clinics, you find all of them there. All those I mentioned to you are all there, including also statutory organizations like uh, NAVDAC. Navdak um, uh, son, they are also there because our people require some of these statutory issues too. Because many of them are stuck because they run into statutory issues. And um, what the business clinic does is to make sure that there's an interface so that many can really understand how to go about registration of their products. So, so, so. How much do you? How much would you say that you know um, entrepreneurs in Ogun State have been taking advantage of this opportunity so far in your estimation? I think from 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 my own perception of what we saw on the field, they are very enthusiastic about it, and um, many of them actually took the advantage of the business clinics to iron out some of the statutory issues that they have. Like I mentioned, NAVDAC, SON, all those issues. How do you, how do you, you know, someone can be very brilliant and come up with a product um, but doesn't even know how to go about it to do the registration so that he can start selling them to the public. Or some that wants to do export, for instance. You know, they came to the business clinic and um, they were able to link up with the uh, Nigerian Sport Promotion Council. Okay. You know, those are the advantages that came out. Um, one stop, one shop, everybody being there at the business clinic, including even the Corporate Affairs Commission for those who want to register, register and formalize their business. You will have seen that recently certificates were being distributed to those who require certificates of incorporation so that they can formalize their business. These certificates came out of uh, the earlier program uh, by the state government, okay, by, in association with the federal government, where the certificates are, where registrations were done at um, 
at a gratis to, to people. So we are now having organizations that are now, who now understand what business is all about. You, you can't run a business in a formal way in this modern world now. You've got to really, really register your business and formalize it so that you can take advantages of all the things we'll be talking about. Um, uh, take advantage of finance. You have an access to finance once you can do that because people know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. You have access to market. And um, all other advantages that happens, you know, uh, like we're talking about development partners even now. You have advantages of doing that. And also, you also have an advantage of uh, joining an MBO, sorry, BMOs, BMO. uh, that will also assist your business. There are so many advantages that you get if you formalize your business. Um, inter- incidentally, uh, you say that the uh, first phase of uh, the business clinics are uh, all wrapped up now, but there's a, there's a next phase. There's a next uh, phase. St- starting very soon. So yes. uh, the, the idea is to um, get more people uh, yes. in tune with what obtained so that they can uh, seize the opportunity. But then, uh, n- not to run the risk of taking us back to the business studies classroom, but... I'm sure that there's definitely the question: Who qualifies? Who, what, what, what businesses really do we call um, MSMEs? Because once I hear MSME, I'm thinking I mean, it's the, the smallest of business. But when I hear some of these things that you talk about, you know, formalizing, uh, you know, meeting with the uh, export council, uh, then this sounds not entirely <laughs> like a small business again. So, so I'm, I'm somewhat confused. <laughs> as to what businesses qualify or what businesses you expect to be, you know, in these business clinics yes. and all of that? Yeah, you know, it's like a pyramid. Mm. Bus- the business is like a pyramid. I always, I always like to use the business cycle. But it's like a pyramid. At the top are those large companies, large corporations. At the middle are those middle-scale companies. And then at the bottom of the pyramid are the micros, micros and small-scale industries. So if you, if you look at it, even within the pyramid structure, uh, the baseline, those who are at the base, are really the engine of growth. No nation can develop very well without uh, those people. Uh, there you have the small-scale businesses, moms and pop businesses, um, um, businesses that... Today are purely merely sustenance, mm. you know, just to sustain the family. That that is where I have those businesses. They are contributing to the economy. They are generating to the economy, you know. And um, as they continue to improve their their work, their business, they continue to move up to the small scale enterprises. You know, majority of our businesses in Nigeria are micro, you know. We have just described it to you. Uh, micro businesses, those businesses that um, uh, people, uh, mom and wife, uh, the wife and, and the husband, and the husband, and uh, those small small things that people do and then to survive on their own. Mm. And then you now move forward to the small scale industries. These are people that you expect that for them to to get to that level, they already have at least ten people in their employment. They have 10 people in their employment. So that's most companies that you even find out today, some of those industries, little enterprises you find today actually are small 
scale industries, small scale businesses. And uh, above that, you have the medium, the medium companies, medium scale companies. And these are people that are having assets and businesses worth more than 50 million up, you know, um, before we start talking about the large corporations. Mm, yeah. So everybody within those cycles, within those pyramids, contributes to the economy. They contribute to the economy and uh, for us to have appreciable growth in, in, in our businesses. And that is what we are saying in Ogo State, that we have to have an integration between those micros with also those, at, those the top of at the top. Mm. Once we have an integra integration between both of them, um, uh, we find that the business businesses becomes very good and the economy becomes good. And then we start generating wealth for our people. Mm. So that's the whole idea. Yeah, um, you, you um, earlier you know, talk, talked about you know, businesses folding up uh, in a very short time and you know, the conversation about how easy it is to do business in the environment comes in. Uh, the ease of doing business uh, index, I know there's, uh, there's a way to measure that and all of that. Yeah. How, how far have we come in the state? Uh, because I know a lot of um, talk was, uh, or a lot of um, action was put into, let me not say just talk, a lot of actions was, were put into uh, trying to improve the ease of doing business from uh, you know, the area of infrastructure to the area of security uh, to the area of uh, providing the market, uh, just as you spoke about earlier, and you know, just um, making sure that uh, it's, a, it's a viable environment for businesses to thrive. Uh, how far have we come uh, in all of these efforts put together? We have done wonderfully well. Um, in fact, you, you must have been reading, or uh, because I believe you are an informed person, uh, you must have been reading about it. Um, throughout the country, we are even number four last year when it was measured and the, the results were declared. And I'm very, very sure with the, all the efforts that have been put in by government and all the things that we're doing now, I believe strongly in my, in my mind that we should be really at the top now. Either the number two or number one, I, in terms of ease of business, mm. and you must have seen that in the state. Most of the things that we do here are, are IT driven. You can pay your business premises, you can buy land, everything right there in the comfort of your home. There is little interface with um, human, 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 uh, human, uh, human to human. Yeah, human mm. to human. You know, so it becomes, it allows transparency in business. There is no need for you to go and see one individual in his uh, home or things like that. You know, these are the things that are measured internationally. Also being measured in Nigeria here with the assistance of World Bank. And uh, we are doing pretty well here. Very, very well in the state. I, 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 I certainly think that we should, when it's now measured again, I'm very certainly that we should be either number one or two. You know, um, you um, come with a lot of experience as far as, you know, the, especially the manufacturing sector, yeah. and you uh, totally understand the importance of having an environment that supports your business, an environment yeah. that lets your business thrive. And the expectation is that, you know, some, some of your, um, some of the knowledge you've gathered over the years, you know, on the field are also some of the things that you're uh, putting or you're, uh, you know, pushing forward to the administration to, to come up with. So, uh, because uh, just for the sake of specifics, could we, you know, talk about some of these efforts 
uh, you know, because you, you talk about, you know, efforts that have been put in place and uh, express uh, assure, assuring that we might be going higher than the number we're at as far as ease of doing business is concerned. Could you talk to us about some of these efforts uh, specifically? Um, I, do, I did mention to you that even in times of paying your rates, okay. yeah, paying rates, yeah, the, within the states, it's been driven, you know, uh, it's IT driven now. You, you can log in and uh, pay your charges and pay your rates. These are very, very vital in uh, where you are running a transparent uh, organizations. You want everything to be done transparently. Also, I mean, like I mentioned to you, you must have heard of the outlines as the buying land, how you buy your land. You can buy your property here now in Ogun State without you knowing. Yeah, you don't necessarily need to know a permanent secretary or know a commissioner before you buy your property. You buy your property in the comfort of your home. And uh, your certificates are ready and uh, you get your CFO right there, right there within the, the time limit and then you get everything. Those are the things that change the environment, that makes the environment conducive for business. Those are the things even the Western nations and those who are expecting to come and uh, invest in our states, they look at. They look at those, those issues, you know. Even, even these ratings we are talking about, they look at it. People want to know the ease of doing business. I, I, I've, I've feared, yeah. you know. Um, those are the things that look they look at, and like I said, these are issues that we continue to give attention to in the state here. All right, I've been speaking with the special advisor to the state governor on industry, trade, and investment, Mr. Um, Ogumefo, and we've been talking about uh, uh, you know the, uh, the state government's efforts uh, towards the development of businesses, especially uh, micro, small, and medium enterprises, because uh, uh, we just uh, went into the issues of ease of doing business uh, in the state. Uh, it's platformed this morning on Fresh One Hundred Seven Point Nine FM, Abeokuta. Uh, I bet you know already that uh, Facebook is up and running. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. That's how you watch us live. You can. Drop your contributions or questions, whatever it is you'd like to talk to us about. Because uh, uh, concerning what we're discussing, please, uh, we'll be glad to hear from you. You can as well use Twitter at FreshFM Uh We will, as much as possible, uh, talk to you via the phone lines uh, where towards the tail end of the program. But we'll take a pause now and uh, return in a moment to continue our conversation with the uh, special advisor to the governor on industry, trade and investment. Please don't go anywhere. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest.
Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM. I've been speaking with the Special Advisor to the Governor of Industry, Trade and Investment, uh, Mr. Aramio Gumefum, uh, this uh, morning. Uh, in case you're just joining us, uh, you're a little minutes late, but better late than never, they say you can still catch up with you know, some of the things uh, we'll be discussing in a couple of minutes. Uh, of course, uh, remember the Fresh FM app has a podcast menu uh, for you to catch up with uh, parts of uh, the program that you missed or other programs that you missed, or whatever it is you're looking for, you'll find there. Uh, well, um, so let's uh, move on this morning. And um, there, there was a time we, we, we as, as a state, uh, there was a lot of raving about how much money had been generated in, you know, uh, the past couple of months. I think it was about nine months. Uh, I can't remember the figure, about $74 billion we were talking about. And, you know, there was a lot of um, uh, applause from some quarters. Uh, there were, although... Well, some uh, some controversies came out, though you could argue that's politics, but uh, looking at it empirically, uh, because when you look at figures like this, uh, you'd say that uh, th- those should be testament to uh, the level of improvement uh, that has happened, you know, as far as investments and uh, the businesses thriving, because only thriving businesses, of course, pay tax and all of that. So um, I- I'll... Crucial, how critical are some of these efforts that you talk about, the activities of this government? I know uh, your, your focus is MSMEs, but you've talked about the pyramid and how you know, the highly placed industries are up there and all. How critical are some of these efforts to, you know, uh, to the number of investors uh, that, that we've had, investments rather, that we've had, and a lot of investments staying as well? Uh, what is your conversation like with a lot of these investors uh, you know, in this past couple of months? Um, <clears throat> the those results you mentioned are the are, are the results of the transparency we talk about now. Um, generating the more the state generates, the better for the people. Mm-hmm. In other sense, there will be more money available for social services, uh, for schools, even the industries we are talking about provision of roads and um, other things that make life much better for uh, people. Um, the, that result is a clear demonstration that things are very, very, are going the right way. Things are very, very nice. Um, first of all, on the issue of investments that you mentioned, Ogun State today, and um, like I said, um, you are an informed person. I'm also an informed person. Um, we still, still, the investors' preferred destination in Nigeria today. That is Ogun State. The first, if wherever you may be, anywhere in the world, um, whether it's China, whether you are in Japan, whether you are in Taiwan, wherever, even India, everywhere, the first place for the establishment of your business is Ogun State. You come to Ogun State first. There must be something that is unique about Ogun State. That's why people come. We, I keep telling people that being near Lagos State is not the only thing. There must be other things that Ogun State is doing that is driving investments in here. You know, because uh, you could as well go and put your investment in Lagos. Why do you come to Ogun State? 
it's because the environment to do business is very, very good and very conducive in open state. And has been like that for a long time. And recently, it has even been heightened. It's more of an intense level now that people actually want to come to Ubu State. And that is a very great advantage to us. Um, so, like, like you did mention, the environment is very, very critical for business to develop. Um, the ease of business that we're talking about, is it easy for you to establish your business? Is it easy for you to sell your goods? Is it easy for you to export? Is it easy for you to transport, them? transport and get more market? Mm. And you will see that those are the things that Ogun State has been doing. Those are the things Ogun State has been doing that has given that the state that kind of advantage. If it's a question of roads, people, the state is emphasizing on roads, especially those lateral roads that lead to industrial process, industrial centers. And then... Access to market, these are very fundamental, you know, like I mentioned to you, especially for MSMEs. Access to market is very, very fundamental. I want, we want those people that are struggling with their businesses, that are just starting their businesses and building them up to be able to have access to market, you know, both local and foreign. There's nothing stopping mom and pop or little small-scale industry from exporting. You can export your product. Because I remember you mentioned it, you, you raised that issue. That small person who is having a factory in his locality and producing, he can export. Just create the enabling environment for them to be able to export. Make it easy. Simplify the process for them. And they will be exporting. That is what they did in China. That's what they did in China. That's what they did in, the, in Japan. And that's what they did in India. You find them, backyard companies, backyard industries, very small industries. They are exporting. Some of them even to America. Some of them exporting to Africa here and exporting to Europe. And they are small companies. Why can't we do it in Nigeria? I will remain convinced until I leave this world that we can do it in this country. Our people can do it. Those people that I met, like I mentioned, that we met the during, the and, clinics. during the clinics, mm. they are extremely committed to the process. Extremely committed to the process. They like what the, the, the state is doing. And they also want to be part of the process. They want to improve their lives. And they also want to be able to, 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 to generate wealth for, for, for the state. And, and, and that's the way to go, really, in today's world now. What's, what's, the level of, what's the level of focus on agri? Because I know that that's, that's a very critical sector as well. And there's a lot of um, uh, small-scale or subsistence farming, as, as you know, we, we call it, that, that is going on. And you know, a lot of times you talk to farmers, they lament about the... Uh, the the cost or well cost so to speak that goes into the activities on the farm and then what they get from it at the end of the day how exactly is um, your your how is your business clinic designed to help these individuals uh, you know to to improve how much they get from uh, you know, what they produce and all 
Yeah, we actually, from the business clinic, we met some agricultural groups, individuals and co operatives, they came. And um, the general thoughts there is how to improve their process. Some of them, how to improve their process and um, and uh, what 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 I'm saying is about agro-processing itself, okay. you know, value-added. You know, the, the, what agriculture requires is some value-added. You know, um, I tell you, somebody who's uh, on a farm making maize, for instance, planting maize and harvesting maize, how much money will he make just to be harvesting maize and selling maize? There are going to be some wastages. But if he's selling his maize to other products, which you are aware of, right? he, can, he can turn it to other products, you know, and um, selling those products when it's, it has already been improved and value added, you earn more money. You earn more money and um, you are better off. And that's, that's the whole essence of wealth creation, um, adding value to what you have. Creates more wealth to people and uh, to the environment also. So the and that's one of the areas, like I mentioned to you, that we have competitive advantage in Nigeria. Um, we have one of the best, beautiful, one of the best agricultural land you can think about in this country today. Our forest reserve. So nobody can compete with us in Nigeria in terms of our forest reserve. State is still the leader, leader state. Um, so those are the, like I mentioned, we we have tremendous competitive advantages, even in agriculture, agro processing, and that is why we said and we we'll continue to emphasize it that those of our people that are into agriculture should be focusing more on agro processing. Now, and, if you. And you cannot forget it too that those are, in terms of agro processing, that's one of the first areas that even the Excellency is looking at in terms of uh, generating more for the economy of the state. Um, and you, you see that we're having an airport very soon. Um, and also, you know, uh, most, a lot of focus have been placed on agro processing. Because it's very, very important. Um, the, the, the base is there. The raw material, everything is there. But once we start putting value, adding value, like I mentioned to you, adding value. Because even manufacturing, that's what manufacturing is all about. Adding value. Once you add value, then it becomes extremely, extremely good, extremely profitable to do certain businesses. And uh, it's also good for wealth creation, and the happiness of our people. Because uh, when you talk about agro-processing and, um, you know, if, you, if, if the expectation is that, you know, the average uh, farmer uh, adds some value to whatever they, uh, they produce, yeah. uh, then you'd require, um, you know, uh, implements, machines. Yeah. Uh, some of these things cost money. Some of them are to procure, some of them to fabricate yeah. and all of that. Uh, 
and I'm sure you know funding is a, is a challenge a lot of other businesses are having aside the, the agri and all of that. So uh, where, where those you know where where those funding come into play in all of these plans that we talk about? Um, I know you mentioned that some of the banks are you know part of the development partners and all of that, but yeah. you know how much have have they done or have, have how much has been done as far as you know getting funding released or available for people uh, to improve their businesses or, or you know had some value as we say. Yes, uh, <clears throat> the the way to go about it, like I mentioned to you, it's not for the government to start giving money for business process. Um, the best way out is for us to get fund institutions together and um, be able to give money out to the enterprises at a much cheaper interest rate, deploy it into their businesses and run it exactly the way business and business structure should be. It's sustain it. That's sustainability. That's where the sustainability comes from. You know, Once you create that system where people have access to finance, they deploy those finance, those monies that, that, that they were able to get and de- deploy it into the business process and then the business process continues to grow and grow and then eventually become very outstanding. Mm. That is exactly where to go. That is sustenance. That's how you call you get a sustainable business over time. Rather than doling out money. You know. Um, but government is going to support the system. Government has to support. I mean, that's what we are do- trying to do now making sure that we create the environment for this process to really work. Mm. Um, and then when you talk also finance for agri, for instance, agro, agro people, part of the plan also is to have shared facilities. Okay. Shared facilities. Um, if you have in a cluster, um, uh, let's, let's say a cluster for um, which business can we take now? Let's let's take um, animal fields. Okay. Animal fields process. Let's say like a cluster like that. You know, and some of the equipments that they require, you put them together, and place those equipments there in the cluster. Instead of each person running to have that particular equipment, you have one equipment. That can, or be two that can be accessed by all the people in the, in the yeah, by, by, by them in the, in the clusters. You know, it brings their costs down, and also they become more effective. So, is, is that a plan or something we're implementing already? Yes, the plan. The plan is there, but you have to really. The plan is there and being implemented because, like I mentioned, we're already at the capacity building level. Okay. level. And at the same time, we're incorporating the funds into it. That is people like, for instance, tomorrow, Tuesday, you know, there is a, one of the first program on fund uh, access, access to funds. Okay. Okay, it's coming up at the NUT building, the NUT hall here in okay. Abiyakuta. It's coming up. Okay, the Association of Microfinance Banks of Enugu State are the one pioneering that. Okay. Okay. So many of these are coming up. 
bring in the fund managers, those who knew, uh, sorry, fund providers, bringing them together with the MSME, MSME enterprise, uh, the MSME people. Groups. So that it's uh, groups, so that they can, they can take advantage of uh, the, the funds that are available. And like I said, this is now being structured under an interest rate that is favorable to those enterprises. You know, because if you, if, if you want to work up on enterprises and you ask them to come and pay those exorbitant uh, interest rates, you're already, you're already cutting failure, mm-hmm. I've been sure. So those are the, and that is why I stress that the, the involvement of the central bank, involvement of uh, the Bank of Industries and um, Development, uh, banks, development yeah. banks are very, very critical to the growth of MSMEs in Nigeria. Because uh, I just, I just really hope that you know, if this fund's uh, made available, that <coughs> folks will use them uh, judiciously and maybe pay back when they're supposed to. Because you hear a lot of funny stories about <laughs> that you know, individuals why, that. Don't... That's why we are emphasizing on capacity building. Mm. You know, the the enterprise that should be taking advantage of some of these things are enterprises that are well trained. Who understands why you are in business? Who also desires to make the best out of those enterprises? Mm-hmm. Who under, understands the wealth structure? Uh, you need you need to work hard, be serious before you can make wealth. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been speaking with the special advisor to the Ogoste Governor Industry Trade and Investment, I'm sorry, Mr. Ogume, from this uh, morning. We've had a lot to talk about as far as uh, efforts and plans uh, towards uh, the development of MSMEs in Ogo State, improving the ease of doing business, you know, uh, just making sure that the environment is um, is one that uh, is enabling, so to speak, you know, for businesses. Uh, just a couple of minutes before we wrap things up this uh, morning, remember we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live, or if you're using your Facebook app, just search for FreshFM Abelkota, you can watch us live and drop your contributions to it, Twitter at Fresh FM Abelkota as well. Uh, the numbers uh, to call to join the conversation uh, just for a couple of minutes uh, this uh, morning for your thoughts, comments and contributions. Uh, the numbers are 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. Or... 0818-111-1079. 0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers to call uh, to uh, get in your questions and your contributions uh, this uh, morning. Hopefully, I uh, would uh, have some luck with the connection. I, I was uh, told uh, that um, earlier this morning, uh, quite a number of you couldn't get to talk to us. The connection really wasn't the smoothest. Hopefully, uh, we'll be a lot luckier. Uh, this time around, so you can um, get your thoughts uh, across to us uh, via those uh, numbers uh, very quickly in the next uh, five minutes or thereabout uh, before we leave the studio uh, this uh, morning. Let's see. Hello, good morning. Okay. Uh, you might have to. Okay. Um, hello? All right. Um, do try again. Do try again. Uh, we will uh, definitely um, hope that we can get some thoughts uh, from you because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of these uh, things that we're talking about are, you know, for the generality of the people. And sometimes um, um, individual, uh, a lot of people say they don't know about some of these things and then they question what exactly government is doing as regards supporting them and, you know, improving their businesses and all of that. And, you know, sometimes you could argue that, you know, there are, Quite a number of other things uh, that need to go into businesses as regards planning, as regards, you know, uh, just um, making sure you get things right structurally. And, and that, that's not a lot of things 
that so many businesses yeah. or so many individuals are patient to get into these days. Yes. Those are, those are the issues that are behind the business, businesses, uh, business growth in Nigeria. Um, like I mentioned, how people, patients, for instance, how patient are you? Um, how quickly can you get out of the blocks you know, and uh, make your business profitable, nice, and build over time? Um, secondly, like I mentioned, the, the problem, it's there also in the literature and most of research papers, is our people understanding what enterprise, what entrepreneurship is all about. Um, it's hard work. Hard work and committed, commitment to the process. Mm. So you, you don't start a business today and, and take money from the banks or even if government gives you support to start your business <coughs> and then the next thing you do is to go squander the money. Squander the money or go and do something that is uh, not everyone is like that. <clears throat> like I said, a lot of people are very committed. They are very committed and hardworking, mm. and many of them also have skills. They do have skills. The the whole idea and the, everything is to make sure that uh, people are well structured for business, mm. and that's why the capacity building is so important. It's so important. Um, you have to structure people for business. It's very, very key. All right. Uh, well, um, we're not, we're not uh, getting any luck with the phone lines. Apologies. Uh, but uh, so uh, someone did send us a message on Facebook. I, I think we talked about this earlier. I was asking, he's asking about uh, those that qualify for <clears throat> these business clinics and, um, you know, what kind of businesses are we looking at? I think we spoke about we that spoke earlier. It, yes, okay. we talked about it. Everyone qualifies. <clears throat> Once you know you are an ent- you are an ent- you have skills and you are an entrepreneur, um, you, you you see you must desire it first. Mm. You must desire to be an entrepreneur. So once you you think you have a skill and um, you believe so much that, that you can make a like make a success of it, uh, business clinics are open to everyone in the state. Once you are a resident of our state, you are. You can come along and uh, come in and uh, talk to us. Now, okay. as, just before we wrap things up, sir, um, as regards the uh, earlier business clinics, um, w- did you uh, get the uh, required numbers uh, as regards your expectation? Did you meet the numbers uh, of uh, participants, so to speak? Yes, the participants, like I told you, we have 4,000 on our database yes, okay. already of those who actually meet that criteria. Okay. 4,000. And um, the second phase is about to come. And uh, as I'm talking to you, people are still registering to get in to the business clinics. That's to show to you that there's some enthusiasm for it. Mm. So people are still registering to get into the, to the business clinics. The whole idea, remember when I first came to talk about it, I said, our idea is to have 10,000 mm. of software enterprises quickly. As, pos- as quickly as possible within a year. And um, you, you, if I simplify it down, these are 20 local governments coming up with 10,000 enterprises. Okay? And these are enterprises that we expect to be well-built, okay, well-developed, sustainable over time. Within the economy here in the state, 
Okay, and also I did mention to you that there is also part of our mentoring mentoring is to make sure that some of these companies are also integrated with the large corporations that we have. Mm. You know, we have all of them in Ogun State. That's why we are the industrial hub of Nigeria. It's not a fluke. That is the truth. We are the industrial hub of Nigeria. So if you can integrate them together, you now find a solution that we've been asking all along that those small-scale enterprises can take advantage of all those large companies that we have in terms of supplying them. For instance, all over the world, you know, sometimes in the industrial companies, industrial nations, those who supply raw materials to the large companies are the small-scale industries, the small-scale uh, enterprises. They are the people supplying them with the raw materials. We know we're talking about agro, for instance, now. Our farmers, once they have improved, once they put a, a value, a value added to, to their produce, they can be supplying, for instance, uh, the pharmaceutical big. industries with some of the things that they require. You know, many people don't even know that from mineral resources, mineral resources that you have, some of those drugs that uh, we swallow are from, are from sources. For instance, phosphate. You deploy phosphate into the manufacturing process, and then you, you get some medicine, drugs out. And we have them in abundance in the state. You know, we have them in abundance in the state. Even if we are just doing surface mining today, although we, we, we need to do more than that, you know, instead of surface mining and getting them out and then putting them into the industrial process. All right. Uh, well, um, th thank you very much, uh, um, so, uh, Mr. Sonny Babatunde. Who, okay, well, he's just saying hello, uh, saying well done. Thank you very much. I hope uh, we answered your question. We did mention it earlier. Maybe you joined us later. Apologies if you couldn't get to talk to us about phone lines. But I'm sure that I would have Mr. Gumefa around at another time, uh, you know, to get to talk about uh, some more as uh, far as these uh, matters are concerned. Uh, the, the second phase, uh, how far away are we looking at? Uh, are we looking at a couple of weeks? Or? Yeah, a couple of weeks start the second phase of the business clinics okay you know and uh, that will also be an improvement you know you have to improve the process because you know as you're going along you continue to improve the process all right. Thank you very much, sir. Um, sir, Amir Gumefo is the Special Advisor to the Agose Governor on Industry, Trade and Investment. He's been speaking to us this morning on Platform. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your thoughts this morning. I really appreciated your time. Thank you very much. And um, I'll be willing to come back anytime to come <laughs> okay. and talk about MSMEs. Because we'll like, like I mentioned, these are the engine of growth. Mm. They are the engine of growth of any nation. They are so critical, so important. Right, I would uh, definitely make that happen at another time. Uh, many thanks to your assistant as well. I didn't get the name. Apologies. Um, that's the program. 